Okay, you want to fucking talk about this movie? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay, hey, we're, uh, welcome back to the show. It's uh, Your Parents Watch This with Key and Beattie and Brad Semituck. I'm Key and Beattie. And I'm Brad Semituck. And we're brought to you by Comedy Here Often, and we're here to tell you about why the movies your parents watched uh, ruined them. Yep, big time. What movie are we doing this week? This week we watched a classic from my childhood. It's called Young Blood. And if you want a synopsis, it's about... The, it's the story of an American persevering over the entire country of Canada through the means of hockey. <laughs> yeah, more or less. I mean, here, I'll read the thing I've got. Uh, 17-year-old Dean Youngblood is a star hockey player who moves from his farm town up to Hamilton, Ontario for a shot in the minor leagues. Uh, but in order to make the team and win the championships and get the girl, Dean's got to learn to fight. And uh, that's what this movie's about. It's a hockey player who has to get good at boxing to get good at hockey. Yeah, which rules. My favorite thing is uh, tr- testing out your chops in the minor leagues. Yeah, it's like that's that's where you that's where everyone finds out whether they uh, uh, got what it takes or not. He went to go play non-professional hockey just to see if he had what it took to play professional hockey. I mean, how is that any different from us just, like, moving to Toronto to try and do stand-up? How is no, that it's the any... same. It's the same. If anything, this guy's got more of a structure in place uh, for success. Could you imagine just, like, showing up in Hamilton and being like, no, I'd like to play hockey, and having, like, no, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, no tryouts or anything <laughs> to go to, just showing up there with your bag and your stick being like, I'm ready. I'm an American, and I'm here to play hockey. I'm an American, and I'm here to show you how it's done. <laughs> i'm here to imperialize your national sport um yeah we mentioned before you were telling me before you've got a history with this movie yeah this was me and my dad's like uh father-son bonding movie like this movie is like how i envisioned my life going when i was in elementary school that you'd be rob Lowe and everyone that when i was like 17 you? i'd be a star hockey player <laughs> i mean I think that's, that's the dangerous thing about this movie is that rob Lowe doesn't have you know he's got a similar body type to you and that it's bad and uh, <laughs> i think that's very misleading to make someone you know make you think that you could do that survive <laughs> uh, canadian hockey yeah rob Lowe tricked me into thinking guys that look like me would ever be able to learn how to fight and i don't <laughs> respect him for that uh, what, what's your personal history with like hockey and uh, like sports in general? Because I know you play. Oh, yeah. which is confusing. I played hockey know. for ten years because uh, like my like since I was real young and I just grew up playing it, so I always thought I was like really really good at it. But actually, what happened was I was really bad at it, and I was tricking myself. So how did I quit once I realized that? Yeah, I mean, thank God you did. I mean. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really like I, I I was telling you this before. I don't like hockey at all. Everybody I've met that uh, plays hockey kind of sucks generally. I mean, that's a broad <laughs> generalization, but I think it's correct. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I don't know, man. It's just like, <laughs> thank God you got out of there is all I'd say. <laughs> I didn't that's what it. I'm saying. I was never a big hockey guy. I played like soccer growing up, which is like. I was going to say soft hockey, but that's, like, not even accurate. It's, <laughs> you know, it's fucking weak. We're running around, and we're not hitting each other. And if you not so much as brush up against somebody, then the ref stops the game and removes you from everything. Like, soccer <laughs> is a bitch sport that's about fundamentals. Hockey is, you know, forget about how good how good you are at hockey. How good can you maim the other players? 
Yeah, exactly. And that's the kind of hockey I played too, because I only ever played like low end house league, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. was just with every kid who was like, who hit puberty early and then forgot how to like how big their feet were, you know, those kids. Oh yeah. Well, I, and I think that if I'm not mistaken, you would have played hockey uh, during the time when you were allowed to body check here, right? Oh, absolutely, brother. Oh, fuck yeah. See, they got rid of all that. They got rid of the hitting in hockey. I can't believe that. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, really, I can't believe that it was ever in hockey. That's That was kind of the main thing I noticed when I was watching this was how overly violent everything was. Man, the funniest thing about minor hockey is they let you start hitting at 12. And then, like, that, for some reason, that made me feel like I was a grown-up. Of course it was. Like, as soon as I started hitting in hockey, I was like, this is what being an adult is like. It is. I mean, uh, at 12 years old, you're allowed to start hitting. At 13, you get your bar uh, bar mitzvah. Like, that's not a coincidence, dude. (laughs) You've become a man. Yeah, absolutely. This movie's it's all about Dean Youngblood, who's played by young Rob Lowe, uh, coming up from, uh, you know, small farm town in the U.S. to uh, play hockey up in Canada. Um, wh- do you think they did I a guess good I job? Never, I guess I never realized, like, um, how silly this movie is because, like, I just was fully invested in uh, that being how I was going to do it, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting to watch the movie now because like the first line is uh, his big brother being like, a, and when you go out to tryouts, make sure you don't let any of those Canucks know you're just a wetback who crossed the border. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, maybe my childhood was a little silly, actually. Yeah, you, nobody's calling you slurs for uh, <laughs> how good you are at hockey or how bad you for are. For being an American immigrating to Canada? Nobody, yeah, what the there's fuck? no word for that. It's like... It, we can't identify foreigners that good here in Canada. <laughs> it's like that's a very American thing to be able to distinguish the kind of white people that are coming in. It's like no, yeah, we're all the we same. All and we're all better Canadians. than everyone else. Um, how good of a job do you think that they did uh, capturing Canadian hockey culture in this movie? Because that was like a big thing. At least it seemed like from this movie that I got was that they don't really hit each other down uh, down in the uh, states. So when uh, uh, my man Dean Youngblood had to come up to Canada, he wasn't used to getting his ass kicked. He wasn't used to the insanity that is uh, Canadian hockey. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was all right. Like we got, I think Canada has just more goons than the States has, you know, because like we just have more leagues. So there's more room for people who are terrible at hockey, but great at boxing to play, you know? And that's the problem, is that, like, we really fucking uh, glorify that, like... Yeah, because I remember when I was, like, in... When I was young and playing hockey, I would go watch the Junior C games, like, in my town, and it would, like, never be an actual game. It was just, like, an excuse to have a line brawl. Yeah, I mean, that's literally... That's what the fucking... uh, All the Battle of Alberta's, where Canada and... Or, sorry, where Edmonton and Calgary uh, face off... You remember when that happened, like, uh, a year or whatever ago? That was probably, like, the most talked-about hockey game in recent history that I can think of. Um, And it was literally just a fist fight. Like, the reason it was so (laughs) notable is because the goalies got in a fist fight together. Yeah, which is the dopest part of hockey, to be honest with you. I mean, 
I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree here. Because, like, if I'm watching hockey, I want to watch people play hockey. I'd rather, and if I want to watch people fight, I'm going to watch the fucking UFC. You know, I'm not going to no, watch because this weird the fucking league where they the play hockey terribly and then uh, fall over <laughs> when they're trying to swing on each other. It's like, what the fuck is the point of this? Let me explain to you why you're wrong. Because the sh- thing that sucks about the UFC is their arms and legs are all unencumbered by pads, so they can swing very easily. But the thing that rules about goalies fighting in hockey is that they're wearing the biggest fucking possible padding that they could, and they're the size of three of themselves, and they still have to try to swing. So what the fuck is the point of that? Because that sounds like when I'd get in fist fights in elementary school in the dead of winter when everyone's got five layers of coats on and you can't feel getting hit. Well, it's the same point as like having a handicap in golf. It's just to show how good you are okay. at fighting. I mean, (laughs) and it's funny, too, because, like, just the way that they do the fighting in this movie, it feels so unnecessary. You know, like, I really, because that's the whole thing, is that Dean Youngblood is such an amazing hockey player. He's so fast. Like, when he goes to the tryouts, he's faster than everybody. He doesn't get, uh, like, he doesn't get hit because he's so goddamn quick and good on on the ice. Um, Yeah, and he scores a billion goals. And He's even so him. fast that he accidentally goes offside and pisses off one of his teammates. Yeah. See, I thought that this movie was going to be about, like, you know, Dean lifting up the rest of his team and making them realize, like, hey, we don't need to just, you know, get into fist fights. We can just be really good at hockey. It's not about that. <laughs> yeah, about, no, that would be so stupid it, if you thought it would be about that. Yeah, and I don't know why I thought it would be. It's just about this guy uh, who he stays the same level of uh, – you know, he's <laughs> as good at hockey as he is at the end of the movie as he is at the start of the movie. You know, like he never gets any better or worse at hockey. He just gets better at fighting people. Well, yeah, it's because it's a this isn't a movie about getting better at hockey. It's a movie about developing heart. It's a movie about finding your grit. Yeah. And how do they do that? Because uh, let's go through the way that they find the <laughs> grit in this movie, shall we? Do you want to talk about the locker room, the hazing sequence where the whole team pins down Dean Youngblood and shaves off all his pubes? What the Man, fuck right now, happened there? Right now, I feel like this movie is my friend that's getting called out on Twitter and I tried to defend it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, they... They do hold him down and shave his balls. That's true. Did that happen to you when you played hockey? Did you have hazing rituals for your team? Some homoerotic hazing rituals? Yeah, of course, dude. I'm sure we've talked about the homoerotic hazing that we had in my hockey. But, like, it was never, like, people shaving other people. That's, like, doing a favor for a guy. Like, well, that's ours what was I'm like, saying. It's like... Ours was like, like uh, you'd get out of the shower and they'd dump a bunch of soap on you right after you got out, so you had to go re-shower. I mean, like that's funny. Time... That's, that's a prank. Yeah, that was a good bit. There was one where this guy, like, made everybody watch him put his own dick in his own ass. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. I don't know if that's <laughs> hazing. That just sounds... I don't know. <laughs> I felt I don't know what that after. is. I don't... Is that, like, a regular hockey thing? Is that... My is thoughts that... were very Should that be in the director's afterwards. cut where Dean Youngblood gets really good at fighting and then learns how to stick his dick in his ass and then he gets accepted by the team? I think that would be a little more faithful to what it's really like. <laughs> we also, the other hazing we would do is uh, we would just tell a kid they got a boner in the dressing room and just like keep saying it over and over when oh, it wasn't man, true. 
awesome. Actually. I really <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, we wreaked havoc on this one kid in hockey school just because we claimed he had a boner. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess my answer to your question is we didn't have hazing exactly like that, but it was all just as stupid as like the hazing in this movie. Yeah, see, all that shit is so fucking dumb. I think I think uh, I think they need a little more of an indoor soccer attitude, where you just show up and your mom drives you home afterwards, and that's it. You know, you 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 don't <laughs> shave anybody's balls, you don't steal their pubes, you don't tape their mouth shut, nothing. You're just uh, playing soccer and going to McDonald's as a team afterwards. Yeah, I just don't think that would have been the same amount of fun for me. Yeah, maybe I I think it's just different fun, you know. <laughs> I think that I think that if that's all you know, not not being hazed and uh, tricked by uh, packs of dudes all the time, that's what you start to like. Man, the more I talk to you about hockey school, the more I realize I got to go to therapy. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I can't believe you think all of this is normal. I wanted to talk to. Uh, actually, let's talk about like the format of um, what minor league hockey's like because y- you explained this to me earlier i didn't know so apparently like uh they they don't get paid or make any money it's just like they're doing it for a shot at maybe getting to the major leagues and making money there so um because of that dean youngblood has to like go and you know he's just staying at some lady's house who i guess is a fan of the team or something and you know yeah she well usually what happens is uh like you go to a if you go to a city that you don't live in, you stay with one of the moms of a kid on the team. Have you ever? Had I'm to pretty do that? sure that's who that was. I've never had to do that because I quit hockey before the time I got there, and also I was like bad, so I wouldn't have had to anyways. Oh, thank. But you. that was always my dream, dude: staying in a stranger's house and just like being like a just being like one of the sickest dudes in the whole town. Yeah, and they just they they just see you walking out of there, and they're like, "Damn, that's not even his house." You can't punish me because you're not my dad and also because I scored 40 goals last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing. Any any um any time that a kid can like do something like that, like score goals to like gain that level of respect from an adult to the point where they're just, like untouchable, <laughs> it's always so funny to me. Like, you know, you, you see it a lot or at least I saw it a lot more in high school where like you know, uh, there'd be some star football player who doesn't ever show up to class and is generally shitty, but like we need him to make touchdowns. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit was so funny. That happened a lot in hockey school. Like kids would just get zeros on every test in the whole year, and no one would ever get in trouble because they were fast. Yeah. Like I think uh, if this movie wanted to be more faithful to the Canadian hockey system, it would be like Youngblood's dad pays the coach to have him on the team. Fuck, man, that's so depressing that that's what hockey is. It's just rich <laughs> parents throwing money at coaches or whatever so that their kids that's can feel special. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. Bro, I was looking <laughs> so at... Funny. I noticed that me and Youngblood had the same pair of skates or, like, the same brand of skates. And so I was just, like, <laughs> looking them up, uh, super tax, uh, to see w- what they're going for these days. I bought, yeah. like, mine used when I was a kid for, like, you know, hardly any money. And they're like six, seven hundred dollars. Like Jesus Christ, ice hockey is an expensive game. Yeah, man, a stick is like two hundred bucks, and you'll break it. Fuck off! What yeah, a scam! Like a, that feels like buying textbooks for university. Bro, hockey is just like it's the Canadian version of like what water polo is in America. Like oh, it's, you're it's right. a rich guy sport through and through. That's or it. Or what That's land is. polo is in England? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's cheaper, all the equipment for uh, to play hockey or uh, one single horse? Probably a horse. Probably a you. horse, I think. <laughs> 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 I think I'd rather just get a horse than play hockey. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we should just make a list of all the different things parents could buy their kids instead of hockey equipment. <laughs> But because I think you know that, what else? A horse isn't going to bully your son, but the no, hockey team yeah. he's on is. Yeah, no, that horse is going to be your son's friend for life. But like those <laughs> hockey guys, they're going to abandon your boy as soon as he doesn't get enough assists or, you know, his fucking I, points or whatever points per game goes down. Is that a thing? I, I don't know yep. hockey well enough to make specific references. You're um, nailing it. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I think that's kind of like uh, one of the things I hated most about this movie, and I don't know a better way to... Uh, okay, so I see this a lot in uh, Kitchen specifically. I call it the Kitchen Confidential Attitude, where mm. um, Kitchen Confidential was a book by Anthony Bourdain, and it kind of romanticizes how shitty kitchen life is, where it's like, I work 11 hours a day for minimum wage, and I'm fucking miserable, and then everyone high-fives each other. That's what hockey yeah. feels like, where it's fucked, and we all know it's fucked, but like that's kind of <laughs> why we like it. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with it. That's kind. That's why I like it. But like, do you think it would be better? Like, do you think it would be better if we got rid of all that? Uh, got rid of the weird fucking bro shit in the locker room. Got rid of all the battery on the ice, and it was just about you know hitting pucks into a net and skating excellently. Do you think that would make the sport better overall? Like, once we yeah, got I rid think... of all the guys who like you know romanticize the shittiness of it, do you think the sport would be better if you got rid of all that? Yeah, I think if Don Cherry just stopped talking about how sick fighting is, and then we just canceled official hockey leagues that would be dope but i also like i think that would make the world better but i also think like disbanding the police would make the world better but it's just not gonna happen dude yeah but that's never gonna stop me from talking about what should happen i think minor hockey is just as bad as the police force is what i'm saying <laughs> I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to take down capitalism and then the minor hockey leagues in that order you know what i think minor hockey is it's a place for rich kids and future police officers actually I think you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, I, I really... I'd be interested to know how many kids I played with back in the day that turned into cops. Yeah, or just like domestic abusers. Or yeah, I guess which is cops. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the coaches in this were kind of interesting. Did you guys? I thought it was kind of wild that they just had like an amateur doctor on the team. Yeah, that was crazy. Like just but, a guy uh, who was pretty good at doing stitches. Yeah, none of my teams ever had that because we were shit, but uh, apparently some of my friends who played, like, in the double-A, which is, like, the good league of minor hockey, apparently they had, like, amateur doctors on their team, too. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Because, like, <laughs> probably the fifth scene in this movie is Dean Youngblood getting his fucking face ripped open, and then they have to, like, stitch it all up. And that was the only... Yeah. This movie's rated R only because of that scene. Um, Dude, and, the uh, funniest thing about that... That part, though, is uh, why would you fight someone in tryouts? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> to make a point? Because hockey is just <laughs> about fighting because there's, nobody really cares about putting the puck in the net. It's just about fist fights on ice. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I guess depending on tryouts aren't about fist fighting. It, like, games are about fist fighting, usually. Yeah. Tryouts are about going fast. I think really it's... I, straight up, man, I think it's just... I, I think that hockey is an excuse for battery.
I think it's an <laughs> excuse to, uh, instead of going to jail, just to go to the penalty box. Like, did you see, like, there was a part at, it, th- I'm kind of jumping ahead of our, uh, myself, but, like, at the end of the movie, um, in the final big game, uh, uh, one of the players gets a call for slashing. Mm-hmm. And it's like taking the stick and whapping him in the face with it. And the ref is like, that's five minutes for slashing. If that wasn't on the ice, he would be getting three years for assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, what would you prefer that guy being on the street with a baseball bat or that guy getting his aggression out in a healthy, fun, safe way? Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I bet you're right. I bet like we'll get rid of violence in hockey and then street crime will go way up. Just yeah, honestly, I think doing muggings and goalie pads and we'll, we're, we'll be I, fucked. I think the only way to save society is by doubling the violence in hockey. <laughs> yeah, I think you might actually be onto something. Do you think that? Oh, fuck. Hey, do you think that hockey is just like our ver- like the Canadian version of the purge? Yeah, I guess. Like we you go on the <laughs> ice, you get all your aggression out. So that way you don't, uh, you know, come home and take your gloves off and beat the shit out of your wife. Yeah, it could be, honestly. And then football is that for America? Oh, shit, man. You're right. I think we Except just might have figured football out. Football players to... actually still do beat the shit out of their wives. Yeah. Do hockey players, are they known for that? I don't think they're known for it. I don't think they are either, which is actually kind of shocking. Uh, I could be wrong, maybe... though. Sound off in the comments below if you've ever heard of a hockey player who beat his wife. No, I'd actually much prefer if you guys don't challenge the arguments we're making on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me that uh the guy that beats the shit out of him in tryouts gets cut from the team like immediately yeah because he was able to i, I don't i don't know why i think like, it's literally just uh you know a plot device so that we have a villain in the movie well it was because um like when the coach is cutting him he's like well i beat the shit out of that guy and it was nothing to me and he was like yeah but he was way too fucking fast for you so i gotta cut you but the coach like seemed sad as he said it. It was like yeah. he was like adhering to a rule book that he didn't agree with. <laughs> Look, I'd love to have somebody strong and violent on my team, but I'm going for somebody small and fast this year. You know. But I think rules. the fact that Youngblood got that spot on the team instead of the guy who beat the shit out of him easily is like that taught our parents to start fights with everybody no matter what, even if you know you won't win. How? Because I could get that if it was, you know, Dean Youngblood starting the fight for no reason and coming out on top. But that guy just started a fight for no reason and then, you know, had his dreams pulled oh, out th- from under him. Oh, I thought Dean started the fight. Uh, in the Well, in the first one, it was uh, the guy um, smashed him with, the, uh, with his stick in the face off. And then Dean tried to fight him afterwards. But I, I would kind of. Yeah, which is starting too. a fight to me. I don't know. I'd say uh, it was the fight was instigated when he got sticked in the face. Um, if I didn't want to fight you and you sticked me in the face, that would not change how I felt. <laughs> I would I would probably want to not fight you even more after that. But what if you felt neutral about fighting me and then I sticked you in the face? I guess, yeah. That's fair. So that's what I'm saying. That's where I'm coming from. But And that's like the confusing part of the movie, too, is like... It really sets it up so that you think that Dean Youngblood's just going to use his amazing hockey skills to, you know, outmaneuver everybody and use his brains over his brawn. But no, (laughs) that never comes back. A lot of shit never comes back in this movie, actually. There was, on my second watch through, I noticed a hot little locker room segment where uh, 
the uh, doctor coach was injecting one of the players with steroids. <laughs> it never comes back. That player's benched later on in the movie. Like it never, it never comes back. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. And, it, like I watched it three times. Yeah, because it's like fifteen seconds long and it's irrelevant. They just. But like, I also watched it for my whole childhood. Yeah, maybe your dad like skipped through that scene. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't want you. Uh, he didn't want you thinking there was a way to get big, bigger than you are. <laughs> That's so funny. My dad wanted me to be this size when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> he signed me up to play sports, but he also wanted me to be five five forever. <laughs> yeah, your dad's trying to raise a horse jockey. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Dad's trying to raise you with an optimal jockey body. Never well, you did a perfect job. No, honest. you did a great job, man. How much do you weigh? 92 pounds? You're in great shape. <laughs> I'm in great shape for an 11th grader. <laughs> you're, a, you're in great shape for an adult dwarf. <laughs> for a character in The Hobbit. <laughs> Let's get into the romance. Yeah, let's talk about romance. Okay, so pretty much like the whole movie, or I guess the start of the movie, Dean's like exchanging looks with a hot lady fan uh, who has a mullet, which, you know, that really continues the pattern of uh, love interests having a mullet on our podcast. Um, Everybody knows we only watch movies with girls with mullets in them. Yeah, a.k.a. we only watch movies with the hottest fucking girls in them. Um, Yep. But uh, yeah, they 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 uh, kind of played up the classic trope of uh, that girl is the coach's daughter, and how do I you know date this girl while making the coach not hate me? Because um, mm-hmm. that was like the whole thing is that the coach was uh, he, he like uh, threatened to bench any player who uh, tried to do anything with his daughter. Yeah, which is always a great way to start the season if you're a coach. Man, yeah, I <laughs> make threats. <laughs> hey, nobody fuck my daughter. And I also want to see the passing out there. Nobody fuck my daughter. <laughs> don't fuck my daughter and don't fuck your teammates either. <laughs> nobody fucks anybody. We're all going to get out of here alive. Um, just keep shaving each other's pubes and nobody fuck my daughter. We won't have any problems. Yeah, anyone who's a uh, pussy watching their daughter, grow up, dude. Yeah, seriously. Or at least stop having such a crush on your daughter. On this podcast, we do not respect pocket watchers, and we do not respect pussy watchers. Absolutely not. It's just so fucking uncomfortable. Like, all these dads who are so caught up in what their girl, or, like, who their daughters are having sex with and all that, and not even who they're having sex with, but, like, who they like, who they're seeing. I it's know. so weird, because, like, what's your, what's even your end game for that? Yeah, what is your end game? That she never dates anybody, and then your wife dies, <laughs> you and eventually you can swoop in there. In I think that's what it is. They're just biding their time kids, until their wife dies, and they can marry their daughter. If I have kids and they're not fucking, I'm gonna be mad at them. Yeah, seriously. Um, Regardless of gender. I I remember that when I was in like high school and I had a girlfriend, my mom was telling me she was uncomfortable with me going over to her house with nobody home. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you because it's happening. So <laughs> I'm sorry you feel like that, but I, I'm a boy. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I was never that assertive, man. <laughs> uh, it, I had to, sometimes I, I'd pull out the assertion and just be like, mom, dad, I got a nut. 
and uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Man, I, I think honestly, if they would have been a little more forthcoming with the coach, it, it would have made their relationship go a little smoother. Do you? Because I feel like he found out about it almost immediately, and then was just kind of weird about it the whole time. And like, oh, I thought he was just like. I thought he just, like, didn't know that they were dating. I thought he just thought they were friends or something. Maybe he didn't know, but, like, how... Uh, I don't know. It just seems it like just a seemed based on how know. aggressive his threats were that, like, if he had known, he would have been pretty mad. Oh, maybe. Maybe he's just a uh, fucking... Maybe it's, like, what we were talking about before where he's got all these, you know, righteous morals about who can fuck his daughter and who can't, but as soon as a guy's able to skate fast and score goals, all those rules are <laughs> out the window. <laughs> god damn it that's the sports way baby <laughs> if you're gonna play sports and you meet a guy who's good at sports you gotta let him have whatever he wants <laughs> i don't know it's just like any any time that a dad is uh tries to tell uh his daughter uh or i guess even uh their son who they're allowed to see and who they're allowed to hang out with is like that's a pretty fucking surefire way to guarantee they're never gonna listen to you or take anything you say seriously yeah <laughs> yeah definitely that's like the one way to make sure they won't listen yeah it, the one way i, I i've <laughs> kind of been realizing now as an adult like how much uh how much how many things i used to do just to like say fuck you to my parents at my own <laughs> it, like, yeah, so much of my personality is things i hate doing but i also wasn't allowed to do oh yeah me too i remember just doing pointless shit to spite my parents i used to like <laughs> never brush my teeth as a kid just to fuck my parents and then like <laughs> Only when I moved out, I was like, why am I doing this? I <laughs> now I have to pay for the dentist. <laughs> Man, living your whole life just to cost your parents an extra $40. Yeah, seriously. And I mean, I'm kind of starting to realize that now. It's like, I think a big part of why I liked smoking weed so much is because my parents explicitly told me to not. <laughs> If my mom pa- if my mom passed me a joint, I would think it's whack and just be not down for that. <laughs> yeah, all if I was she like had to seven do years was show old. Me shit mommed, uh, show it, all she had to do was show uh, show me that smoking weed is mom stuff, and I wouldn't have been into it. <laughs> but instead, yeah, I saw I Green Day and the Doors. Warcraft. Doing. Sorry. <laughs> if I saw my mom smoke weed, I would have done nothing but play video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. If my mom smoked weed, I would go to university to spite them. <laughs> I'd be like getting my PhD and I'd be like, I can't fucking believe you're just gacked out on cannabis right now, you degenerate mom. Yeah, honestly, that's the best way to inspire your kid is set a negative example. It is. Everything I do is to go uh, to get people to go fuck themselves. I've been getting really good ever... at this video <laughs> game I hate just because, so I can go on forums and talk about how it's a bad game and not have people tell me to get good at it. <laughs> That's so the game's called Hollow crazy. Knight, dude. I've been sitting in my room playing Hollow Knight, this game Hollow Knight, for like a week, and I'm just fucking swearing and yelling and getting mad, and I don't even know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you remember their meet cute? Yeah, it's like Roblo in the hallway with his jock strapped, and they do like real zoom in tight shots of his ass and like his body. <laughs> And he's 17 years old in this movie. Like, the act- <laughs> him, the actor, is 22. He's my age, which really makes me feel like shit knowing that, 
like seeing what he's working with and what I'm working with right now. But yeah, uh, you could have passed for a 17 year old way more convincingly than Rob way was. more convincingly. But like, <laughs> it, it's just so weird. Like normally in these fucking 80s movies, they're like overtly sexualizing uh, girls who are minors. But in this movie, they're just really going crazy with Rob Lowe. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, they don't. I couldn't stop there's no scene. There's, there's two not sex one scenes, scene. And it's mostly focusing on Rob Lowe and both of them. Yeah, yeah. What I mean is like, there's not one scene where it's like too horny at a girl, like how. Oh it no, never. Is in movies. It's always appropriately horny at a girl, considering the circumstances, and just overtly <laughs> horny to Rob Lowe, no matter how many clothes he has on at this point. And he also just doesn't have a lot of clothes on. <laughs> you know how wild it is for a movie to be made in the 80s but have no titties in it? Not even one titty. There's titties in this one. Oh, is there? Yeah, there is. You see uh you see the love oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At a, during the sex scene, but like it's still mostly just Rob Lowe's muscular back. Yeah, you see her titties for a second, but you're distracted by And you got to be looking delts. for them. <laughs> you can't pay attention cuz his delts are drawing the eye. You do. I mean, it, like, and I looked it up. The director of this movie is a wife, so I don't know if that marriage is based on lies or what, but that seemed insane to me uh, <laughs> to focus that much on ro- young Rob Lowe. And, like, to do that and also just have him canonically be 17 years old in this movie. Just bump that <laughs> shit up. Have him be 18, and I'd be way less uncomfortable with that choice. <laughs> Just raise it by one. It would be seriously. So easy. The rest of the movie can be the same. I just like for Rob Lowe to be eighteen if we're gonna see him make this much. <laughs> That's so funny, man. I just remember like uh, I remember being a kid and thinking that a girl would come to my hockey game and then come to the dressing room after. And then now that I like know what a dressing room smells like, I'm like, yeah, no girl would ever peek her head in that hallway. <laughs> like she would not be looking for young blood in this in real life. Yeah, nobody who doesn't have to be in that in a hockey dressing room goes into a hockey dressing room. That place looks yeah, vile. Like, your parents will tell you to get your coach to tie your skates when you're like a child. <laughs> so you don't have to go in there. Yeah, it's horrifying. <laughs> Like but yeah, I just remember thinking that would happen to me. And then the only time any girls ever came to a hockey game, I think I was in like grade fucking, I think I was in grade 10. And these two girls from my school came to the game and they were like both like, um, they were both like had dated guys who were better than me at hockey before. And I didn't realize, and I just like lied about how good I was at hockey. And then at the end of the game, we just didn't talk. They just that left. rules. That feels we like, saw each other at school on Monday. Man, that feels that's like when how, I like, really started stand-up, and I would just like invite Tinder dates to open mics to watch me bomb. <laughs> and they just see like you know nine other uh, better comedians than me, and then I expect <laughs> them to want to hang out with me after. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Let's talk about the date that they go on, because okay. um, that really fucking pissed me off. And it's a pattern that I see in a lot of coming-of-age movies. Uh, so uh, Rob Lowe and the coach's daughter, they uh, you know, they get together. They uh, go on a date at a certain point, and it's like just like a community skate rink. You know, like it's just old people mm-hmm. going in circles around the rink or whatever. And then they're just fucking making a mockery of it. They're like falling down. They're like blocking the way on purpose. And then uh, <laughs> the like the security guard ref 
supervisor or whatever. He's like, hey, you guys got to stop fucking around. And then they just start, like, tormenting this poor man and, like, skating <laughs> yeah. around the rink and, like, faking him out so that he falls into, like, the band in the middle. And it's like, this dude's making probably $7 an hour. Give him they a fucking break. <laughs> they start doing that thing kids used to do to the school janitor where they're like, I'm 17, you can't hit me. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, oh, fuck, man, you are really being an asshole you know like it's it's just it's so shitty and you see that romanticized yeah. so much in like coming of age movies where it's just like kids being assholes in public but like fuck man it sucks in real and, and it, it, i i don't know i think it seeps over to real life too i mean yeah, like how, how how is this any different to like if a young couple were to go on a date to superstore to smash some gallons of milk for example <laughs> like it's the same energy that's so funny yeah like yeah dates and movies aren't really like dates they're mostly just like young people doing pranks on old people (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) and then then, old people are like why do young people think we're stupid and it's like i don't know maybe because in every movie you are yeah and then you ask fucking old people like why young people are bastards and it's just like or, I mean, like, you see young people being bastards in stores or whatever, and it's just, like, the same shit you see in movies. But in the movie, it's cool and fun because it's from their perspective. But in real life, it's just like, no, you're just being an asshole, you know, at the at yeah. the ice rink right now. Yeah, I like, this movie, didn't, this movie didn't teach our parents anything, but it taught me to burp really loud when I go on dates at the keg because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it taught me to be loud at Little Caesars and swear in McDonald's because that's fun. <laughs> and I don't care about how it affects the families all around me. <laughs> yeah, the, all this movie is about is like, yeah, swearing in a food court. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the rest of the team because we haven't really mentioned them much. Uh, Patrick Swayze plays a minor role in this movie. He's kind of like the guy Rob Lowe looks up to. He's like the star player on the team. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say that he is a 33-year-old man in this movie. Um, man, Patrick Swayze had... I think he was the one man to find the fountain of youth. Cause in like, I swear to God, like four movies we watched Patrick Swayze's 47 and he plays it like a, te- a team. Yeah. I think Patrick Swayze played high school kids up until he died a couple years ago. <laughs> you, Imagine the Irishman was about high schoolers. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Swayze is a 17 year old man and he's a senior <laughs> in high school. <laughs> uh, he's got gray hair. Yeah. Uh, uh, Keanu Reeves was in this movie. Did you catch him? No, I missed him. Keanu Reeves was in this movie for probably about ten seconds. Uh, I think the only scene, <laughs> like he was so in the funny. scene where they were all like, you know, uh, drinking at the bar and uh, tricking those girls. Oh, you remember that one where they, uh, they, uh, the whole team was at the bar getting hammered, and then they um, like invite some girls over. They play a prank on them where uh, a guy like takes out his fake teeth and puts them in her. Caesar, they yeah. all prank her. It's hilarious, but I don't know, man. I just think it's so fucked up to have a friend group where like none of your boys have teeth, but all of them have concussions. <laughs> it's so fucked up to have a friend group where everyone has fake teeth. That's yeah. what's fucked up to me. Where that's what's, like, like the norm. <laughs> someone has to have all their teeth in the friend group. I'm what? saying that now. Rob Lowe gets teased, I think, for having all his teeth, or at least they keep. Yeah. When's that shit coming out, <laughs> Young Blood? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. All his teammates keep dunking on him for having a full set of teeth. Yeah, what the fuck is hockey, dude? <laughs> it's like if I if I did anything where like in the final game uh, he loses his one of his teeth at long last, I guess. And it's like yep. if I think I'd probably quit, quite frankly, if uh, if. Yeah. I, <laughs> It, like I, I just think like fuck it like I, one game winning one game isn't worth not having a tooth for the rest of my life dude even though i played hockey for like my whole life if i did something like today where my tooth could fall out and i told my parents i was doing it they would lose their fucking mind oh yeah like it's... i don't understand why hockey's the only thing where it's cool where you, you like if you lose a tooth doing it well, I think it's that fucking kitchen confidential attitude that I'm talking about where things are <laughs> shitty and fucked and we're just like, no, it's cool. But it's like, no, it's not cool. You just lost your teeth for no reason, bro. That sucks. <laughs> you got a puck in the face and now you have no teeth. Yeah. How? What's good about that? <laughs> you have to maybe drink it, everything for the rest yeah, of your life. Maybe it built character, but I can't understand what you're saying. So who the fuck's to say, you know? <laughs> everything you every time you try to talk it's just a loud whistle <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's talk about like the um, main i guess conflict in this movie because it doesn't really come up until the very end you think that this movie is going to be about uh you know young blood uh, building up the chops to win but then it turns out uh patrick swayze gets domed by uh the main bad guy of the movie and uh Amen then he like gets taken to hospital and uh, gets a plate stuck in his head. And uh, Rob Lowe just kind of makes the decision. Like, I don't think I want to do this. I don't think I want to sacrifice my health at, you know, 19 years old to maybe get a chance to be a major league (laughs) hockey player for a little bit. So he's like, sorry, what? He's like, I know hockey's my dream, but I don't know if I'm mentally sound enough to make this call at 17 years old. Yeah, It's actually a very mature moment in the movie. Probably like a very mature moment in the movie. And I think it's important for real life and everything. It's like people like to vilify giving up and all that. Like it's bad. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, you should you should try and, you know, give it your fucking all. But also sometimes it's the right decision, too. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's uh, dumb as fuck to not give up. Yeah, sometimes you're an idiot if you keep showing up to the place where you get concussions and lose teeth every day. <laughs> yeah. The reason that I don't try to arm wrestle my dad every time we hang out is because I've tried before and it didn't work. You yeah, exactly. Me? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hang up your hang up your arm wrestling coat, you know? Do focus your time and energy on other stuff. Yeah, um, I've given up on becoming a professional arm wrestler. So that's Just what like happens. Youngblood should have given up on becoming a professional hockey yeah. player. Yeah, Dean Youngblood makes a very uh, mature, uh, reasonable adult decision that, hey, maybe I might not be a professional hockey player in the NHL. Maybe it's time to go home and learn how to be a farmer. So he does that. He goes <laughs> home, and everyone hates him for it. His, uh, yeah, everybody's pissed. Yeah, his older brother's like, what the fuck? And his dad's like, what the fuck? And then uh, the movie <laughs> just turns into a boxing montage. Yeah. It's uh, we got oh we got a God, nice little uh, rocky montage on ice, um, and the dad and the brother yeah. like come together to train young blood how to hockey fight, and it's fuck man, it's so stupid and disappointing. Well, like, it it's funny to me that they do a whole boxing montage, and the the like villain who inspired this montage is named Rocky. That just kind of rules. Personally. I mean, his name was Racky. 
R-A-C-K-I. You're just... <laughs> I love it that much. And it was written on his back. <laughs> I thought it was Rocky, dude. I read it as Rocky. I read it on his back, too. <laughs> I can't believe you've seen this movie, like, your whole life. And not I only just did wanted... you mishear it, you misread his name. Men hear time. what they want to hear. And I wanted to hear that his name was Rocky. Uh... <laughs> Um, um but yeah the dad's like training him how to fight and on ice i don't know man i think i dude, think the it's sickest my dad... part of this montage is when uh young blood punches the punching bag so many times and so hard that it caves in did you see that part no i missed that but oh, I... there's just a part where they show a shot of the punching bag and it's like silhouetted and it one side is straight and the other side is concave god damn that's awesome that's a that's a very good way to show and not tell how strong he's gotten write that down yeah. film, <laughs> film studies students um yeah i just thought like the uh, training scene with his dad was so funny where the, his dad's like shoving him and pushing him being like come on come on i don't know if yeah. my dad tried to teach me how to fight we would not have a good relationship right now i don't know my that's what like my dad taught me how to fight like hockey dads do that uh, my dad didn't like punch me in the face like his dad did though like his dad goes crazy yeah exactly. his dad actually fights him just to check if he has the chops to play hockey oh yeah and that's, and that's insane to me <laughs> yeah that's nuts in order to play hockey, my dad you used to, to just fight like your dad like that's jesus christ that's like oh, but my dad used to do this thing in the house where anytime you'd be like walking by him in a hallway he'd be like He'd like pretend to be a hockey announcer. He'd be like, oh, the big farm kid from St. Paul's coming up on Brad. And then he would like hit you into the wall. He'd like sh like shoulder check you into the wall or whatever. Yeah, I would not have a good relationship with my father if he was doing shit like that. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I'm in <laughs> therapy. <laughs> well, and I'm in therapy because my dad played too much Warcraft. So I think it's a very fine, fine line your dads have to walk of uh, only hitting you sometimes. Do you think that all dads like put their kid in therapy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think all kids end up in therapy, but I think everyone should go to therapy to deal with some dad stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was more what I meant. <laughs> no, yeah. I I, I would be I would be shocked uh to hear that somebody went to therapy for like years and never brought up their dad. <laughs> that was, can you imagine I could can. you imagine like even if your dad wasn't present in your life he'd still come up <laughs> yeah <laughs> even if you never met him even if you never met the man it'd still be like he'd, that'd probably be why you're there <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny yeah dude it'd be funny like i would i would uh, be very shocked if i met anyone who didn't need therapy but i would be even more shocked if i met anyone who uh whose dad didn't make them need it <laughs> um but yeah so i guess uh being beaten by not only your dad but also your older brother worked because uh dean youngblood gets good at hockey and then comes back and uses his new punching skills to get back on the team and uh brain some guys on the ice yeah absolutely he does so he doesn't you know overcome people with his skills or forget about all that he sinks to everyone's level and he's better for it so uh <laughs> i guess there's a lesson in there somewhere it's not a good lesson but i do think it's uh it works with how you know it works with how the world is yeah it's not yeah, exactly. good but it is accurate 
Fuck <laughs> taking the high road. The high road will get you nowhere. Bite and scratch yeah. and punch. The low road the rules, baby. <laughs> oh, the only thing taking the high road does is make you very visible to your enemies. High road, more like bitch road. Any, yeah, anybody on the high road <laughs> is someone I know I could mug. <laughs> Man, yeah, the high road is where I go looking for my victims. Yeah, the high road's full of licks. That's where I go to hit licks. <laughs> high road looks like a bag of money to me. <laughs> um, that's so funny, goddamn. Yeah, you got anything else for this movie? Because I think that's about it for me. Uh, lots of toxic max- masculinity. You got the kitchen confidential attitude. Weirdly protective dads. Um, sexualizing Rob Lowe. Oh, I forgot about the sex trafficking ring they have set up. Um, so this is a pretty major <laughs> potential future controversy. Um, early on in the movie, uh, Dean Youngblood, like when he comes up to Canada, he's like staying at some host family, like we were talking about earlier. But it, yeah. it's like revealed that the woman is just like some single lady who keeps hockey players up at her house so she can bang them all. <laughs> so I just want to like break this down f- for you, the viewer. A 17 year old was shipped across state line, not state lines, national lines, to go yeah. to this lady's house where he's not paid for his work. Where he is, he knows nobody, and he has nowhere else to stay. He's forced to stay in this woman's house who is uh, having sex with underage boys as part of, uh, you know, she's got a system in place. She says she's been doing it for ten years. Well, How she has that? sex with underage boys to give back to the community. I think that's an important point to not gloss over. Okay, I mean, you, she is doing you, it you for can... charity. <laughs> okay, as long as long <laughs> as she's not making any money, then I have no problem with this. But Epstein was doing that for free too. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, how long was Epstein doing that? Uh, I don't know. His whole life, probably. I guess. Okay, yeah. No, Epstein. Epstein was doing that for at least twenty years. So she is yeah. half as successful as Jeffrey Epstein in this movie, um, except she never gets <laughs> caught. So yeah, I, I guess that's just what I want to say is that there's a lady who preys on minors in this movie. What do you think it means? That she never gets to have sex with Youngblood, though. She does have sex with Youngblood. The old lady? Yeah. Are you pulling my leg? Not at all, dude. This is like the almost immediately when he gets to, um, like the first thing that happens when he shows up at that house is she brings him some, he looks at her uh, huge ass as she's walking up the stairs. There's a big zoom in on that. Uh, Interesting choice to zoom in on a woman's ass in this movie, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then yeah, then I remember the him, ass soon. Yeah, and then she and then she brings him uh, some tea, and they're like going over uh, some past um, residences, you know, like their hockey cards and their stats. And he's like looking at their goals, and she's just like, "Yeah, he's got powerful thighs," and just like you know, weird shit. And then they she takes off her shirt, and then they start banging. Damn, dude! I just blocked off all the problematic parts of this movie because. I just thought it was like an innocent story about a a boy like me who achieved greatness, like how I was going to. Yeah, no, this weird-ass hockey movie's got steroid use. This movie's It's got a statutory (laughs) rape scene for some reason, and none of this comes back either. I can't believe that I watched this as a child. Yeah, I can't believe I can't I, believe I let my dad call me Youngblood as a nickname for so long. <laughs> I watched this on TV at Christmas with my mom. Like it I can't this is just still <laughs> on TV. Yeah, it is. That's where he, we used to watch it too. <laughs> so yeah, this shit this movie was fucked. 
and uh, nobody realizes that still, which is insane. <laughs> so I don't know. It, like if Dean Youngblood was a if Dean Youngblood uh, was Dina Youngblood, and this was in a women's hockey league, this would be a very different kind of movie. Um. What do you mean, like? Well, I just mean like it would be, be no hitting or fighting. No, because people would see it and it'd be like, "Oh shit, is this hockey <laughs> league just a, a sex trafficking ring?" Oh yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, that would change it a little bit. Yeah, change it a lot. <laughs> um, and the coach's son is just trying to bang all the hockey players. That's unacceptable. Um, yeah, that's maybe true. That's a better movie, actually. <laughs> it's a funnier movie. I mean, this I movie is—it's pretty fucked. Yeah, it it's crazy fucked. that I never realized how fucked this was. Like, this movie honestly probably taught me a lot of the things that are wrong in my head. Yeah, where it just normalizes, like it glosses over them so much to the point where that you think you're weird, that you feel violated because your whole team shaved your pubes. <laughs> yeah, you're weird. You that's like so that. funny. I think this movie is uh, the one that they show to kids on purpose just to trick them into thinking nothing that happens in hockey is weird. Yeah, I I think that you're right, quite frankly. Or anything that happens with questionable adults is normal and whatever. You know, it's just, it's, yeah. This normalizes a lot of really awful behavior. uh, (laughs) Yeah. That I think that we're still kind of stuck with now. I mean, it's not necessarily just from this movie, but like this movie had a fucking hand in it. Yeah, this movie, yeah, it's pretty crazy that it's so fucked, dude. And it's pretty crazy that it's still very popular in Canada. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I didn't realize uh, how popular this movie was, but people like it for some reason. It has like, (laughs) I didn't realize there was so many celebrity cameos in it until you told me over this podcast. Yeah, because I thought it was just, I thought it was just one of those random movies that got made that no one ever like got a career out of but it turns out it's a cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this was like... <laughs> Excuse me. I don't think that this was Rob Lowe's big break. It might have been, but I don't believe it was. Um, no, I don't think so either. I think he had already blown up before because he's like the name of the movie. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves, I just love that Keanu Reeves is probably the biggest star in this movie at this point, and he's in it for a hot second where he pretends to be French, and that's it. That's his scene. Dude, it, it kills me that Patrick Swayze is in this movie. Yeah. Really love that. The man who made Dirty Dancing. A yeah. man who, if he walked into a real hockey dressing room, all the players would make fun of him. Everyone's favorite 30-year-old teenager. Make him make an appearance. <laughs> uh, do you want to... Do you want to talk about how uh, at the end of the game, Youngblood and uh, Racky, they get into a stick sword fight instead of a real fist fight? Well, it seemed like they got into a little stick sword fight and then they like, or uh, Youngblood disarms Racky and then they have like the actual fist fight. Yeah, yeah. But that the thing, the reason that's weird to me is because that never happens in hockey and also never happened for the whole movie. Like, why did that even start? (laughs) Why did they have a sword fight? They could have just fought. Yeah, I I don't fucking know. I think a lot of it is just to add tension. Who's to say? Make hockey even more violent? Maybe do you think that was just like they were trying to like add some more flavor into hockey? It's like, what if we try and normalize stick fighting? And then we could watch that. Maybe, but if you wanted to make make it seem more violent, 
how come when he disarms him, instead of beating the shit out of him with the stick that's still in his hand, he drops his gloves and is like, okay, let's keep it fair. Doesn't he? He does, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. No, you're right. It, I mean, it doesn't, but I would, I would go so far as to argue that that whole scene doesn't make sense because he's already won. He already scores the goal and he wins the game based on how good he is at hockey. And then the buzzer rings and he's like, okay, now I'm going to fight everybody. You don't have to, Dean Youngblood. You've already proved yourself. Yeah, that's true. He already tied the game and scored the game winning goal. Yeah, like you're, you're doing great. You don't also need to swing on a dude. You've done more than enough. Young more blood. than enough. It's like, stop <laughs> now. So Quit while you're ahead while everyone still likes you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so what do you think? Should we forget about this movie? Should should we watch it? Is there anything we can learn from it? Do you think that it propagates a dangerous kitchen confidential attitude in regards to hockey? What's the deal? I think that... Uh, I don't know, man. I... I'm I'm having trouble deciding on if I think we need to just get this shit out of the zeitgeist or if we need to watch it and realize that it's showing how fucked hockey is instead of showing how sick and dope hockey is. Well, I think I think what we need is everybody to watch it like how we did, or at least hockey guys watch it like how you did, where you watch it with a guy who doesn't like hockey and thinks it's dumb uh, for the yeah. same reasons that most people glorify it and think that it rules. Exactly. That's what I think. Everyone who like would think this movie is sick should watch it with someone who is a bitch. Yes. And then re- and then they'll realize that the movie sucks. Yeah, and then they'll realize that we're all bitches after all. Nobody's yeah. cool and you're a, quite frankly you're a bitch if you show up to get your ass kicked every day. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the ultimate bitch move is yeah. going somewhere where you know you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, no, it takes a fucking winner to quit and be like I think I respect myself too much to fall over it and then get kicked with skates and fucking hockey sticks. Like fuck that. <laughs> yeah, they get like a full-time he's... job. Thank you very much. They act like he's tough for fighting through that and it's like uh no, that's just the stupidest thing he could have done. Yeah, it's the 80 like you didn't have to do that <laughs> you don't have to go through gladiatorial combat in the 1980s dude like he can just get an office job and then never have to deal with any of this yeah bro the dot-com bubble is coming like Seriously. you just go work on computers <laughs> make a hockey website <laughs> it's gonna be it'd be easy as hell i don't know why rob lowe's trying to play hockey right now when he should have been inventing youtube at this point uh, <laughs> So what do you think this movie taught our parents or also me? I mean, I think that it teaches people to romanticize uh, shitty situations and not think like, should we be in this shitty situation? I think that it's uh, dangerous to, um, I I, I like the lesson of don't give up, but I think that the lesson should be uh, don't give up to a certain point. You know, yeah. but like when Man. your friends are battered and are never going to be the same again because of this game you're all playing, that will probably not get you where you want to be in your life. Like maybe just take a take a step back and think like, what are the implications of this going to be like later on in my life? Is it worth my health, uh, you know, in 10 years to have everybody think that I'm cool now? Exactly. Like, I think this movie just it romanticizes how cool persevering is. Like, I, perseverance is actually not tight, and it's stupid as hell and dumb as fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. everyone yeah. who's ever persevered 
out of everybody who's ever persevered, like 1% of them were successful and 99% of them had a drug overdose in a cheap motel. Like, yeah, exactly. Perseverance if, is not good. Don't do it. If you find yourself in a position where you've been persevering for years, maybe just stop. Maybe yeah, find just, something where you don't have to keep persevering at. Maybe something that'll come a little naturally <laughs> to you. Yeah, why don't? Why would you not go do something easy at that point? Like you, you've proven that you can persevere. Yeah, exactly. Now go do something <laughs> that you have a little more natural skill for, and won't leave you concussed and you know unable to remember your name later on in life. Yeah, what I want for the future is for all sports movies to stop glamorizing perseverance because I think all of them do, and I think they do it way too much. Yeah, there should be a sports movie where everybody on the team quits and get a, gets a better job except for, like, the one guy who has a future in this. And then he goes yeah. to the NFL and or whatever, and then he loses all his money because that's probably what will happen. Well, what happened with, like, all my hockey friends is, like, it, most of us quit in grade 10 once we got jobs, and then the ones who persevered, like, still play for a third-rate college that no one's ever heard of in Canada, you yeah, know? Like, exactly. <laughs> nobody makes the NHL. You get yep. to play college hockey, and a girl has sex with you, and then you have a kid too young, and then your life's over. Yeah, and now you're just a guy who's insufferable to hang out with because his entire formative years were spent in a locker room where everyone's trying to shave each other's pubes all the time. Do you think we're watching this and saying that no one's dreams will ever work out because our dreams are currently not working out right now? No. And fuck you for bringing up that my dreams are working out. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the reason that we think this. I think I'm uniquely qualified because my dreams aren't working out right now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess just everybody who watches this should also realize that you're, you know, you'll never be what you want to be. Yes, and you'll be <laughs> you'll be happier for it. Uh, do you think that we could, it, like, I think we we've talked about it a little bit through this, but how could we make this movie better? Do you think? I mean, I think just stop glossing over all the shit that is terrible. I yeah. think that they should have kept all that. They like this movie should be the same up until the part where Dean Youngblood goes home, and then he should he should realizes uh, once Dean goes home and he like is back with his loving nice family, uh, he should realize how fucked up that whole you know hockey situation was up there, and then realize yeah. that it's the relationships and the people in his life that matter, not what job he has. Man, yeah, the final scene should be him going to bed at his old farmhouse and being like. God, how cool is it that my dad's not trying to fuck me right now? Yeah, and then in the morning, him and his brother go and play hockey together for fun. And nobody yeah. gets uh, sticked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie should end with him playing it as a hobby and then getting a real job. Yeah, exactly. And I think maybe our careers <laughs> should end like that, too. Um, <laughs> and uh, also, instead of hockey... I think they should be playing cricket. And that's how we're pandering to our Indian listeners. Thank you very much. Um, Boom, bam, ding, dong. You only had to wait two hours to hear that, panda, <laughs> baby. All right. I, I think that's it. That's all I got for this movie. Follow me on Instagram, Kian underscore Beatty. Follow Brad. I hate Brad. Um, YPWT underscore pod. No underscore YPWT pod on Instagram. We'll announce the uh, next movie next Monday. And uh, 
We're brought to you by Comedy Here Often. Shout out to the Comedy Here Often family. Follow CHO Pod Network on Instagram. Check out all their other podcasts also. Yeah, everyone rules. We're the premier podcast network in Canada. Everyone else can get fucked. Premier meaning first and premier also meaning best. And premier <laughs> also meaning the soccer league. <laughs> yeah, we all play soccer too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's the show. Thank you, everybody. Mwah. Bye.